Welcome everybody, this is Spark My Muse. I'm your host, Lisa DeLay, and this is Soul School, Lesson 216, Winter Sundays. One thing that's going to be happening this winter on Sundays is the Wildland Within Book Club. This is the first time I'm offering a read-along-with-me book club. It'll be weekly starting February 27th. I really hope you can come along and meet up with us. If you support me financially, it is free to attend, and you should go to patreon.com to find the discount code to get that free. If you go to eventbrite.com and you put in the Wildland Within, you will find the event we're doing weekly for 14 weeks starting February 27th. It'll be a little bit of the material of the book, but also the spiritual practices and the reflection questions, plus dialogue. The best way to experience my book is not to read it alone by yourself as a self-help type book. The best way to experience it is with community. At least one other trusted friend, a spiritual director, a therapist, or a group of people in community, and that's what I want to provide. So I really hope you come and share in that. Today's episode is going to be about the poet Robert Hayden. I was not familiar with Robert Hayden until somewhat of a coincidence happened, and I heard Steve Colbert speaking about Robert Hayden, and he mentioned a quote by him. I have not been able to find this quote or verify it online in any way, so I don't know the veracity of this quote. But Steve Colbert quoted Robert Hayden as saying, We must not be frightened or cajoled into accepting evil as our deliverance from evil. We must keep struggling to maintain our humanity, though monsters of abstraction threaten and police us. And this was in response to a question asked to him about his comedy and his faith. And I thought this was such a beautiful quote. I wanted to dig in and find out who's Robert Hayden and what else can I learn from him? And it turns out Robert Hayden was born in 1913 and he passed away in 1980. He was an American poet, essayist, and educator. He was a consultant in poetry to the Library of Congress and was the first African-American U.S. Poet Laureate. He was raised in the Baptist faith, but in the early 1940s, went to the faith of his wife, the Baha'i faith. I will link to what the Baha'i faith is and to Robert Hayden and his poetry and links about him. In the show notes for this episode, if you want to find out more, you can go to sparkmymuse.substack.com for that and sign up for that newsletter that comes out usually weekly, or you can go to the patreon.com forward slash sparkmymuse to find the show notes and links for this episode and every single episode that comes out weekly. The other fun thing I'm doing is I'm adding a Wordle puzzle to each week. I love Wordle. It's just some unadulterated bit of fun I do every day. It takes like five minutes. It is one moment of fun I can have in my day every single day. So I have found a way to add Wordle specifically for the podcast. So every week I'm going to have a Wordle puzzle if you want to try it and see if you can accomplish it. The same rules as Wordle. It's kind of like mastermind. You use a little deductive reasoning and figure out a five-letter word or sometimes in this case, it might be more than a five-letter word, and it relates to the episode. So see if you can try your hand at that, if you're into Wordle puzzles. And if you're not, give it a try. It's not hard. The average person who has a high school education can figure it out with no problem at all. 
Today I'm going to read Those Winter Sundays by Robert Hayden, and I also have found from the Poetry Foundation the poem Frederick Douglass by Robert Hayden read by him. It's a beautiful piece, and I'm so excited to bring that to you and add it to the episode. I'll give you a link so you can listen to it from the original site and appreciate it being read in in his own voice, which I think is such a delight to hear a poet reading their poem in their own voice. And the other thing I'm going to do with this poem called Those Winter Sundays is read a little bit of a commentary on it by David Bespiel. Again, I will also link to the full entry that I found at Poetry Foundation. To give a little bit of background about Robert Hayden, he was born in Detroit, and he was soon taken in as kind of a foster child because his parents had separated early after he was born. These neighbors raised him as their own, but it was a very tumultuous home full of a lot of fighting and chaos. Robert had extremely poor eyesight. If you ever see a picture of him, you'll see these enormously thick glasses. And because he had these glasses and this eyesight problem, he couldn't play sports with the other kids in the neighborhood and the typical games kids play out in the streets at the time. And he was really made fun of and bullied for having this eyesight problem and these very thick glasses. So that turned him inward to voracious reading and writing and poetry. So this poem speaks specifically about this adopted father of his that took him as his own. I find it very beautiful in how reflective it is about the role this man played in his life, the kind of man that he was to him and how he provided for him. Even though there was a lot of turmoil in his life, he seemed to be reflecting back on these times now as an adult, and um, it's a very beautiful piece of work. Those Winter Sundays by Robert Hayden. Sundays, too, my father got up early and put his clothes on in the blue-black cold. Then, with cracked hands that ached from labor in the weekday weather made, banked fires blaze, no one ever thanked him. I'd wake and hear the cold splintering, breaking. When the rooms were warm, he'd call, and slowly I would rise and dress fearing the chronic angers of that house, speaking indifferently to him who had driven out the cold and polished my good shoes as well. What did I know, what did I know, of love's austere and lonely offices? I'm just going to read it one more time. There's so much beauty there. There's so much interplay of the sounds of the words And just so you can take it in one more time before I come to a commentary that I'll read about it from David B. Spiel, or by Spiel, I'm not sure how to pronounce his name. One more time. Those Winter Sundays. Sundays, too, my father got up early and put his clothes on in the black-blue cold, then with cracked hands that ached from labor in the weekday weather, made banked fires blaze, no one ever thanked him. I'd wake and hear the cold splintering breaking. When the rooms were warm, he'd call, and slowly I would rise and dress, fearing the chronic angers of that house. Speaking indifferently to him, who had driven out the cold, 
and polished my good shoes as well. What did I know, what did I know, of love's austere and lonely offices? Poet, critic, and memoirist David B. Spiel speaks of the poem this way. Those winter Sundays is Robert Hayden's heartwarming domestic masterpiece and very much a poem of discovery and definition. What it discovers is the synchronicity of sound that embodies the poem's spirit of reconciliation. Listen to the K sounds, blue-black, cracked, ached, weekday, banked, thanked, wake, breaking, call, chronic. That percussive, consonant, cooked vocabulary is like a melodic map into how to read the poem, linking the fire, the season, the father, and his son. Then there's what the poem defines, unspoken love. It begins with the father toward the son when he makes a fire. Then the unspoken love is returned when the adult son asks, What did I know? What did I know? The tone of that repetition, more statement than question, cuts from indifference to guilt to admiration. It's a fast moment in the poem that blossoms into the last word, offices, a metaphor that expresses the endurance required of long-term love, of manual labor, of the official fatherly role. Yet, it all begins with that quiet, understated opening line, Sundays too, my father got up early, which defines Hayden's initial memory as well as bringing to mind the other unmentioned six days of the week. And for how many years, when the father began each day in the cold darkness to warm up the home for his still dreaming child. That was really beautifully put. I'm, I really wanted to share that with you once I found it. And now I give to you Robert Hayden in his own words, reading his poem, Frederick Douglass. Frederick Douglass was a very great man, a 19th century figure who was a voice for the Negro and who was a great and powerful human voice, too. He was concerned with the freedom of women. He was concerned with uh, all the progressive movements of his time. Was, uh, he, was, he was truly a very great American. And uh, in this poem, I try to pay homage to him. Frederick Douglass. When it is finally ours, this freedom, this liberty, this beautiful and terrible thing, needful to man as air, usable as earth, when it belongs at last to all, when it is truly instinct, brain matter, diastole, systole, reflex action, when it is finally won, when it is more than the gaudy mumbo-jumbo of politicians, this man, this Douglas, this former slave, this Negro beaten to his knees, exiled, visioning a world where none is lonely, none hunted, alien. This man, superb in love and logic, this man shall be remembered. Oh, not with statues' rhetoric, not with legends and poems and wreaths of bronze alone, but with the lives grown out of his life, the lives fleshing his dream of the beautiful, needful thing. Now, friends, wasn't that amazing to hear Dr. Robert Hayden speaking that way and reading his work? 
If you go back a minute, 30 seconds, you can hear it again. And for me, I had to hear it four or five or six times to really take in all that power and eloquence. And it's still resonating deeply with me as I mull it over again and again. The text of that poem is available at Poetry Foundation, and I will provide a link to that in the show notes, sparkmymuse.substack.com or at patreon.com forward slash sparkmymuse. Those are places you can support my work, starting at a dollar. I would be most appreciative if you would help me out. Make sure to pick up the Robert Hayden Collected Poems that came out in 1985. Well worth it during Black History Month. And please go back in the archives of Spark My Muse and check out some of the other selections there. I'm sure you will enjoy it. I'll see you next week. Thank you.